Oh, you're listening to the Totally Buzz UK podcast. Fact. Hello, and welcome to an all-new Totally Buzz UK podcast, a podcast that takes you around the weird and wonderful stories on the web that you may have missed in association with www.totallybuzz.co.uk. I'm your host, Laura, and I'm joined by the co-host that would be called Abalon, if they were a gladiator. It's Kaylee. Why? I took one of those quizzes on your behalf. Oh my God. And that's on your behalf to find out your gladiator name. And it's it came up Abalon. Your answers would be. I, I know you really well, so I know how I could do it. But an what Abalon is a... St- <laughs> it was stuff like, you know, would they define themselves as an introvert or an extrovert? Why are they taking this quiz? How would, what would they say their most important quality is when bringing it to a friendship? I, I answered it. I feel like you'd put me as an extrovert, but that's not necessarily true. I did not. I put you as a bit of both. There was an option C. Yes! Well done! <laughs> I I know you. So, Avalon is what you're known as. If you're unsure yeah. sure what an Avalon, Avalon, I, I say Avalon, but I think it's Avalone. Avalone. Yeah, yeah, it's a small sea creature that could be eaten. So, I was like, very oh, you. Oh, well, great. You're better in packs. Great. Uh, it's okay, Kaylee. I mean, you don't want to be a gladiator, do you? I don't really want to be eaten either. Yeah, but I don't think that's the rules. I don't think just because you're called that, you'd go on gladiators and like eat her. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, should we get on with the podcast? <laughs> we should get on with the podcast because we do like to get wait, straight wait, wait, to wait. it. Hold on, actually, what gladiator did you get? I didn't fill it out for myself. I was too busy focused. But <laughs> le- let's let's be fair. <laughs> it would be something cool for me because you know I'm oh, powerful and okay. strong. And fast, and I'm just like Bill. I reckon I could win it, win the show on gladiators. I'd get up that travelator in double speed. So, is there is there any gladiators on that show that are um, deluded? I mean, I feel like you're trying to say something, and I don't appreciate it. I would win, <laughs> right? I I will I I was watching episode two of Gladiators, the reform, the reboot that's on the BBC One back in Britain. People, if you're American, you're like Gladiators. Yeah, American Gladiators rules, but. Basically, I was like, Powerball, I would freaking nail. The beam one, honestly, I'm like a freaking um, uh, whippet. <laughs> I feel like Louis Spence, you know, I'm a whippet. Run. What about those, like, gym rings? Right. The gym rings, they are a bit of my weakness. I give you that. I'll be like, oh, my arms, they're not... I cannot move. Let alone... your arms would be the problem. It's the other gladiator coming for you. No, I'm ready. I'll take on anyone. Okay. And <laughs> I have Napoleon complex, clearly. Um, and uh, the only other thing I was a bit worried about, it's the climb- it's the wall climbing. But my mum was like, well, you could practice. I'm like, I'm not going to the local wall climbing and be like, I'm on gladiators. <laughs> Look at me. <laughs> so, yeah, because I don't, I don't know why, but I don't think I'd be very good at rock climbing. Like the one where you climb up the wall really fast. I don't... I don't think that's for me. But the ones where it's like running away and just running really fast to avoid gladiators. I was like, I've been built for this life. I've been avoiding people all my life at breakneck speed. Oh my God, that introvert really is coming out. Yeah, it really is. But Powerball also, I feel like they were like, oh, it's the one where you can rugby tackle and like they're basically spearing each other like a wrestling move. And I was like, once again, wouldn't be spearing them. Happily know every dodge encounter from watching wrestling how to do this. I'm ready. Send me on there. I'm applying for season two. You're nice. going to support me. You'll be in the crowd with one of those signs like, let's go, Laura, right? Oh, yeah, 100%. 100%. I feel like you'd also be there filming, like, you know, like the mum in uh, Mean Girls. Yeah, and then I'd also have, like, a hot dog in the other hand. Yeah, pretty much. But I was like, we can do it. Anyway, 
on this podcast, I have three weird stories that Kaylee knows nothing about what we're going to talk about. I believe they deserve more attention. They will help your small talk because, you know, fun facts. You don't know. You don't want to talk about people with the weather at work. You're like, what can I say that's interesting and make conversation? These are the weird stories you can bring up. They're true and they're a great combo starter. We're going to talk about them. Bing, bam, boom. And then once... Before the episode is wrapped up, Kaylee has a TikTok that she recommends we all go watch, which also probably help with your small talk because there's something else to talk about because who isn't on TikTok these days? Am I right, Kaylee? Well, I have a friend who isn't on TikTok and they refuse to get it and they're like, it's literally for children. I was like, you are incorrect. Do they use Instagram reels instead? Because I had a conversation yeah. with someone. Yes. Yeah, they're yeah. one of those people. Yeah, I, was like, I was like, there's an algorithm, like it'll get to know what you like and just show you that stuff. Yeah, I did the they same. Just, they just refused to download it. Yeah, I had the same conversation with uh, someone and they basically <laughs> were like, <laughs> I'm just like, I'm going to just protect their identity. And they were basically like, they Instagram Reels, they say they eventually get all the TikToks on Instagram Reels anyway. I'm like, yeah, but like two weeks after they've been cool and they took that personally. And then they said, but you know what? They said they also got into YouTube shorts and I'm like, well, you're just a lost cause. And that I mean, was the so did I, but I mean... Kaylee, no, you're a lost cause, okay? Yeah, but that's like my, my last resort. <laughs> when the TikToks stop coming, I'm on I YouTube just, shorts, I baby. I like the idea, though, that like these people are so shamed by us that we're like, we have to protect their identity so they don't get stoned by the peasants. I, I didn't want them to. They, 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 they have a social media presence. People will track them down. Anyway, uh, story one that we're going to talk is about. It it's not squiggy. Stop <laughs> guessing. It's not. You do know them, though. Or, or yeah. Anyway, story one is from Live 5 News. Kaylee, weirdly, this ties into the TikTok conversation. How okay. much would it take for you to ditch your phone for a month? A lot. I need a ballpark figure. I mean, could you not offer me something? Well, I could offer you freedom. No, I could. I would. I reckon a bowl of mac and cheese might get you. I don't think it'd take that much to get no. the phone off you. I mean, I wouldn't say like I was headed, but you know. I mean, it's like, I mean, could I use my iPad instead? Oh, you couldn't use your... Oh, sorry, because I have my phone adjacent. Yeah. No. Okay. Okay. So the saying is that I'm not having my phone taken me off, off of me you for You have basically a, a, having... a digi- digital detox. It's what it's right, worded so, as in so, the story. So no laptop, no iPad, no, no phone. Mm, correct. How am I waking up in the morning? My phone's my alarm. You can get an alarm clock. Do you not have a traditional alarm clock in your house? No. I believe that's a lie. And I, if not, you could borrow. You could borrow one of mine. Yeah, I have like four. Wow. I mean, I bought a digital one at one point, but it didn't work. I have. Um, I have one with the traditional bells on top. Oh God, no. Yeah, no, no, no. It gets even better, Kaylee. You're gonna love this. It's Chewbacca themed, and the bells are furry like Chewbacca skin. That's awful. We used to have a little Harry Potter one that my mum used to use. It had like a little witch's hat on top. I mean, I just want to insult it after you called my alarm clock. Anyway, anyway, this story, as anyway, I'm going to explain, is come ba- up with a figure. I, I'm ten, let's say I would to steal the figure from this: ten thousand dollars, which is about what eight grand, nine grand for a month, only a month. Well, maybe fifteen. Well, I feel like always more worth it. Well, anyway, let me explain. But a company is willing to pay people ten thousand dollars to do a digital detox, no phone for an entire month. Ziggy's Dairy, which makes Icelandic-style yogurts. Generally want to know what an Icelandic-style yogurt is. Not sure. I know what a Greek-style yogurt is, but I was like, There's, I don't know what that is. Says it's nice to live a simpler life with fewer distractions, and most of our distractions come from your phone, which I think we could wholeheartedly agree on. Yeah, but then I think, like, to argue this point, we grew up in a generation 
without for a very long time. But at the same time, we are also the generation that was born into the phone era. So I don't know. It's a bit of a difficult, difficult. We watched one the there. evolution from the Nokia thirty two ten to the smartphone. Yeah, exactly. Quite happened before. I mean, eyes. I mean, I'll be honest with you. Like, so um, part of my job at work is to check people's details and stuff. And like, I have to check like because half the time they have like landlines and stuff, so I have to check that and their mobile. And like, I'll say, oh such and such number ending in this and it's like a landline number and they're like oh my god was it that years ago or we don't use that anymore or that's unplugged or whatever and it's i died a little bit inside i mean one of them I said s- to me one of them went who has a landline nowadays and i was like i have a landline i have a landline i had this exact conversation with someone else that you know <laughs> so, this one also- doesn't, doesn't use the tiktok no different person this one's okay. female so Oh, I, I feel like there's only one female in our group. <laughs> I have other female friends. Don't freaking out me. It's only the one that I'm thinking of. It's the one that you mutually know, yes. Okay. Yeah, they they were seemed very concerned that I had a landline. I was like, someone's ringing on the landline because I was talking to them on the on the mobile. I mean, <laughs> if I can't get my mum on her mobile, I'm in the landline because it's loud as shit. Yeah, I've, I've done that. Um, I also know that, like businesses have the landline number sometimes not spam call businesses but businesses who actually have useful information for you anyway but in addition to the cash by the way the yogurt company is offering other prizes that includes three months worth of yogurt i did think i don't know what i would do with three months worth of yogurt a flip phone which i thought was a funny prize i have a flip phone there you go and a smartphone lockbox which i which seems to imply that if you win I'm assuming that might be the booby prize because I'm assuming if you win, you don't want it a box, so you go like, "I want to do it again." Lots <laughs> people <laughs> might do, I suppose. I'm addicted to the detoxing. It would be interesting to like. I don't know if there was like a TV competition where you could win. I don't know, like twenty grand or something, right? And like it's like a whole group of people, and like there's there's certain things where you get te- tempted to like use your phone. Mm. Um, so like they'll have it like available, but you just you're not allowed to touch it. If that makes sense. And if you touch it, you don't you get kicked out of the competition. Kind of like those car contests where you got to keep your hand on at all times. The opposite. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. I get. I get. It's the opposite. As in, you don't want your hand on your phone all the time. I I wouldn't be able to do it. I get to like need to message. I mean, people. like I I've taken my phone into like a repair shop before to have um the screen replaced. This was like years ago. And like they're like, oh yeah, come back in an hour. And you're constantly putting your hand in your pocket searching for your phone and you're like, oh shit. Like, because you just want to look at the time or something. And I it's have just to... a big habit that it's just awkward not yeah. having it. I physically choose to leave my phone unattended. Like, as in, that this sounds a bit weird. That sounds a bit weird. But you know when you're like, I just need some, a break. So I'll yeah. put my phone on charge and then leave it. Yeah, so like sometimes I'll leave it and then get downstairs to watch telly for a few hours. Yeah, it's a conscious, it's a conscious thing. And then like when I go back to it, I'm like, oh, what have I missed? Yeah, but then it's, it's like, really bizarre because like when me and you hang out together, we'll probably use our phone like so. Say like we're together for I don't know two days or a day. Yeah, like ninety percent of the time we are not on our phones. No, the only time I use my phone when you're here, which is weirdly thing, is to arrange activities involving you or nice. order food. That's what you mean by arrange activities. I do. No, I, I, I also meant Jackbox. I was thinking like in the convos where I'm like, guys, is anyone to come play with us? <laughs> <laughs> we love to. Yeah, like that energy. But everything's normally connected. If you're not, it's not like I'm there going, God, 
I'm gonna. Yeah. I, d- yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what else I'd be doing on the phone. So I'm like, oh, someone help me. SOS. Send. Yeah, and the only other time I'll be on it is if I like, because I have this this habit now. Like, you I don't game even before sleeping. Is this where you're going? With your even awful that, gaming I like game habit. While I'm watching stuff as well. Oh yeah. I don't. I can't explain it. Like, I don't even know how this habit sort of like materialized. But it's like I have to do it now. So, like, I will be watching something. I mean, if it's something I've not watched before, I won't do it. Something I've watched before or it's easy watching, so easy listening, like The Simpsons or whatever, I will just play games on my phone. But it's more of a comfort thing. Yeah. Oi, easy. But, no, I I tend to need... I'm on my phone when I watch stuff, like football games. I I edit podcasts with with one earpiece in, the other out, so I'm doing two things. I don't know how you do that. That... Like yeah, I, I do that. Wise, that really throws me off. Well, I I did listen to a thing the other day going, "Do you have ADHD? Can you separate multiple audios and keep them separate? And listen to them at the same time?" I was like, "Oh no!" <laughs> I was I like, "I could not do that." That I would really do, like, I, me up. I could do that. I I do it at work a lot. I also do it the other day when this is going to sound really bad. Like, save on the electricity bills, people living costs. But I was um home alone, so I had the whole house. But I was like, had the PlayStation on downloading stuff, checking on that. I was watching a TV show while doing something on my phone, while editing something on my computer. And I'm like, man, if anyone walked in right but now. This when you were waiting for me to come over. A little bit, yeah. But I yeah. had everything on the go. I was, I, I might as well have just thrown on the microwave just for fucking lulls. And do you know what I was doing? I was driving while I was heavily flued out. It was beautiful. And then you saw I was like, I'm dying, but I need to get here. <laughs> but yeah. So, to sum up, we would not be able to do the detox for a month. I don't know. We, you, you don't know. If I, had, I, if I had an alarm clock, I think I'd be highly irritable because, like, I mean, I'd have to start sending you letters or something. <laughs> Dear Laura, it has been seven hours since we last text. <laughs> and then, like, I'll send a following letter. Fucking reply quicker. <laughs> Dear Laura... This hour was written four hours after the last letter. I have not heard back from you. Are you okay? Question mark. God, Lola would have a fucking shit fit when all that fucking post comes through there. <laughs> Why is there so much post? Like, it would literally be like the scene from Harry Potter where they all just start flying through the fucking letter oh, box. Yeah, yeah. I've got that, but I also picture, because you like, I imagine you'd go slowly crazier and crazier. So I, it's because oh you said God, the Simpsons. It'd be like Charlie and, um, Always sunny with the um, red string and the Pepe Silvia. Oh yeah, I got that. But also Mac and the baseball player in his letters. You know when he's like got a crayon <laughs> drawing at the end. But also I was thinking, you know, in the Simpsons Treehouse of Horror one, where he famously starts scrolling on the rules, all play and no work. No, all work and no play makes Homer a doll. But you know the thing, the Shining parody. Yeah, the Shining thing. I was yeah, just yeah. about to say, do you not? Know what no, the I don't. I, no worries, I just couldn't get the quote worth it. But you know that. I imagine that would be the scrollings, but on your letters, not on the walls. Yeah. But, in the original Shining one, he's typing on a typewriter. So same energy, really. I, was, I mean, to be fair, I the money incentive would get me. I do like winning, <laughs> as previously <laughs> referenced sorry, by my sorry, Gladiator. Sorry, this image of me sending you a fucking Polaroid, like, can you like my picture? <laughs> sorry, the idea that Polaroids are so seedy, I don't know why. I know. I've, been, I've been watching a lot of true crime, and it's always it's like, here comes the just a picture of my breakfast. What do you think? It's like, please, could this not come on a Polaroid? I'm scared that you've joined a fucking brothel. <laughs> like, be like, I support a meal of the day. 
Oh, right, written on the bottom of it in big marker. Exactly, like Sharpie Ooh, or whatever. Jesus Christ. It's like just draw a little heart and then like whatever other icons there like, are. And I can colour in the heart with a red marker and send yeah. it back. It's, I kind of want to do this now just as a, just, just for a laugh. I mean, I don't have a I don't have a Polaroid camera. I mean, I do, but there's no film in it. But yeah. I'm just I'm dreading pet mail now. I'm like, why does this note look handwritten by a child? Oh, <laughs> yeah, writing is very nice. No, it it really is. It is. I've seen it. It it's up there with the people of Bridgerton. Nice, dear lord. Uh, <laughs> Anyway, should we move on to story two? <laughs> after after listening that we probably need a digital detox. Yes. Anyway, story two. So we did kickstart 2024 with you with some aliens, you may remember, on the live recording. Mm-hmm. And Wasn't it that's... like Peru or Brazil or something? Yes, it was Brazil. Well done. They were Samba in aliens. Nice. But I was like, how do you follow up aliens on the Totally Buzz podcast? You know, we've done so many episodes. What always comes after aliens? Ghosts. Bigfoot, that's right. <laughs> so close. So anyway, I saw that Technia dot com had this like article up about a um, study relating to Bigfoot, and I was like, "Hello, science, Bigfoot, let's discuss." And the headline on it: "Study finds Bigfoot sightings correlate with black bear populations." And I'm like, "Oh." You said a study. I thought you said a, a zaddy. I was like, <laughs> "Pedro Pascal." <laughs> What are you doing here? Um, but they said the big conclusion from the study, if Bigfoot is there, it could be a bear. And I was just wanted to talk to you about this amazing scientific breakthrough. Right, okay. Because basically it just points out that black bears frequently stand on their hind legs. And yeah. that might be what's getting them misidentified as Bigfoot. Which does concern me. Because I'm like... Yeah, but I don't think they're like casually fucking strutting the catwalk. You know what I'm saying? They can stand on their hind legs, though. They frequently no, do it. So all they've got to do is whittle forward. Like, the, the like, cliche footage of Bigfoot is him having a stroll. Yeah, but maybe the bear saw a salmon. <laughs> what? That makes them fucking stroll? They're like, got to keep on strutting, strutting, strutting. <laughs> strutting, strutting, strutting. That's what the bear's doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. yeah. Um, what was I going to say? I feel like if Bigfoot's a real thing, if... Mm. I highly doubt it. So you know, like those uh, evolutionary scales, where it's like big, big, wait, on, where's Bigfoot going on the evolution? Is he more evolved than humans? Where are you going with this? I feel like you're going to make like, some. Listen, hear me out. You know how it starts off with like the little thing, and then it's like ape. Like, yes, I'm familiar with slowly... the dark Darwinism. So, you know, you know, like two before human. All right. Yeah. I reckon that's Bigfoot, and it just hasn't evolved. Okay, so it's like an unevolved human. Well, yeah, a... and like. Obviously, there's no... But then, I would think, if Bigfoot was a thing, right, it would have died out years ago. Yeah, that's what I was say. In this theory, are you is saying... There, is there another another Bigfoot to mate with? I don't think so. Or did it mate with a bear? And how True. much filtered down? Are we saying we fil- keep mating with a bear until we filter down until you just get a very big bear at the bottom? Kind of like how, Maybe. you know, you, your poodle and your golden retriever make a doodle. But then when <laughs> your doodle mates with a poodle will it become more poodle you know what you poodle? sound like right now you know that episode of friends when chandler becomes like um uh marketer or um oh with the advertising for shoes trainers that you put your shoes uh, feet in or something or yeah some, but then he goes, your new poodle could be your noodle <laughs> yeah i, I kind of see how you got to that with that um, but you, you get my point it's like evolving the 
Yeah, but I was going to argue. I have seen some posts online. I think there was a TikTok at one point where, like, somebody's... I think it was their, their hamster and their cat obviously got really close. And, like, I think the cat gave birth to something that definitely wasn't a cat, definitely wasn't a hamster. It was kind of a mix. A camster. <laughs> a camster or a oh, hat. Like a hat. It's a hat. <laughs> But you get what I'm saying, so it makes yeah. you just make you wonder what what was mating to make such a weird creature. A human and a bear. Someone fucked a bear, didn't they? Yeah, but then like, how is that like possible? Surely the bear would like bite their head off. So I like the idea that like, you asked it like I was meant to answer. Well, Kaylee, <laughs> I think you're fine. But it is um, interesting. It is. But as I'm just going to go over the article, some details here. They they did point out there were correlations between sightings and local bear population. For every 1,000 bears, right, uh-huh. the frequency of Bigfoot sightings go up by 4%. Nice. I mean, dead seems. Like you said, though, if Bigfoot was a real thing, so how long? When did the whole Bigfoot thing start? Well, if when we, was... If we, if we were to Google it... Right, year like... of first Bigfoot sighting. What's older? Lock, lock, Nessie or thing? Okay, 1958. Really? That's when the legend thought, was born. Really? I would have thought it was like in the 1930s or something. I'm sorry, are you judging them? Okay, so say 1958, was that it, 58? Yeah, 1958. Right, okay, so let's say 1958. I'm on the history said, channel.com, so I trust them. Right, and somebody first saw Bigfoot, right? And we're talking like a being or a creature that's like fully grown. So let's say this creature's in its mid-20s, right? Mm-hmm. Just just for argument's sake, right? So somebody who was born in 1958, how old would they be now? Oh, God. Uh, if you were born in 1958, you would be alive, potentially. <laughs> 66 or something? I'm just... What, let's, are we saying they're born in January, dead on? Just to get... Yeah, this... whatever. That's just All for right. argument's sake. Then they would be 65 years. Right, okay, right. So then add 25 onto that. So that would be, I don't know, what is 90? Why is this turning into a magic trick? <laughs> no, I'm just saying for argument's sake. Okay, if 90. If it was a real thing, it would be 90 years old right now. Do you really think it's strutting around in the forest still? I think it would have arthritis. It would probably die of the cold and what have you. I don't think it'd still be about. And like well, we said, I don't think it's mating. But what if it, like, in pit theory, we say, if we say that's generation one Bigfoot, right? Right. So there yeah. was nothing before. Yeah. It could, like I said, it could imply it could have fucked a bear and still remain quite Bigfooty, its offspring. Right, yeah. But then also, what's the life cycle of a bear? Oh, my God, all the science. You're really using science here. Life cycle of a bear. Like how the top search was life circle of a frog. Bit odd. But life cycle of brown bears, for example, generally live to 20 to 25 years. They occasionally can be older and get up to 35 years of age. Right. So let's just say that Bigfoot fucked a bear, right? <laughs> let's that say it. bear has since died. Right. Or since had more children. Maybe it died they from the fucking. They would have gone more back to bear. Surely. may have died from the fucking. It was <laughs> But it would have gone more back to bear if it mated. Mm, maybe. You get what I'm saying. Depends what the dominant DNA is. I don't know what being how strong Bigfoot DNA is. Well, it must be big. But yeah, no. So I just think about things like that, you know. So I don't really believe that Bigfoot's real because surely it would have died out by now. So I want to believe in Bigfoot. Things. I know, don't we all? But you know. But I do appreciate that. I do think most people in science, I just appreciate that people are like, as the bears increase, Bigfoot sightings increase. Hmm, but then there's fine. like I just remember that show from like the nineties where the like the Bigfoots living with the family. Oh, that's ha- Harry Hen- the Hendersons or Harry. Yeah, Hendersons. that one. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, I know someone whose last name's Henderson, and every time they message, I think of that. Once again, same person with the <laughs> with the landline. This is just turning into uh, things I think about. Well, Never mentioned it. Landline and um... a friend who's amazed yeah, at landlines yeah. and could be relate could have lived her family predecessors could deliver a Sasquatch. Sasquatch. <laughs> Don't know why I no. turned into Sean Connery there. Sasquatch. Well, anyway, should we move I on to the... <laughs> an orange scotch sasquatch <laughs> anyway should we move on to the final story yes please so we've done bigfoot we've done detoxing of phones gaily you know what we need to talk about now crime theft nice nice <laughs> i'm surprised it's not animals i always am anyway technically bigfoot is an animal this article was on the irish examiner it caught my eye because it sounded like very fun date plot to a daytime show <laughs> I think you uh, said date then. No, a really fun date. <laughs> it's actually, to be fair, does sound like it would be a fun date. But the headline is. here is <laughs> when you hear this a court community group have used a tracking device to trace missing hanging baskets. <laughs> Some, someone was taking down the hanging baskets filled with flowers off the posts. Wait, okay, so is this like a community, like one? So you yep. know, like you go to the town centre. Yep. No, no, no. But you oh, like, yeah, through the so community. It, yeah, so like, up on... you know, like you go to the town centre and there's those are like planters, and it's just to make yeah. the town look pretty. Is it like those type of ones that have been stolen, or is it just people's private? There's an example things. picture, but they are public. Basically, it's like picture lampposts with like the street lights. Yeah, yeah. But around them are hanging baskets built around them with little flowers. Aww. One per lamppost. But um, apparently, drunk kids just got them stacked up in their bedroom. Um. Yeah. No. So it says how they put a tracking basket last summer and they said when six more baskets went missing, they were tracked to the home of a woman. Nice. So they put that she's alleged of it because they valued it oh, 30 well, euros what? each. I mean, yeah, they are really, really expensive. But yeah, uh, they searched the property and stuff like that. And I, I just want to point this out, but didn't this sound like a daytime Scooby-Doo equivalent, but like for Irish daytime TV? The case kind of the of. missing flower baskets. I was it like, sounds like... It sounds more hunted on Channel 4. <laughs> what? But they've changed it into... Flower basket? What right. kind of version of hunting are you using? I, I'm not sure I'm getting the same energy. But uh, yeah, Kaylee, have you ever... How, how did you get that off a lamppost? I did have many questions. They don't answer them in the article because it does feel like you'd have to cut open the basket in some way. Because I, mean, I feel... It looks like it's circled round. I mean, I assume that the basket may be like, you know, like a clippable plastic. So it separates in two halves or you enclose it. Oh, do you think that they... they... Clip round it on first, then they fill yeah, it. Yeah, then they put the flowers right. in. That's how. So how I... are you getting that down? That must be really messy. I assume there's like a click and lock system, but I'm assuming you. But I'm assuming yes. I can't see how it's not messy because if you un... we need more, we need more answers. <laughs> if you unclick it, then all the dirt would come out. Yeah, <laughs> and then and then you're just yeah. a dirt shower. Yeah. So yeah, but I I was like. You never hear of weird community in neighbourhood. You know when you're like, what does neighbourhood watch do other than watch? I mean, you do hear of weird community oh. things, but... Oh, I don't. I, I mean, the neighbourhood app gives me plenty of gossip and tea, but not like, today we solved a crime. think <laughs> of um, that story we did quite a while back when that priest or whatever just smashed all those publicans up. Oh, yeah. See, I makes me think, because I don't think I did this story with you, but there was a weird story about the person who woke up, stole a lawnmower, only to mow his neighbour's lawns because he wanted them to look... But he broke into someone's shed to get I the lawnmower. I like that was with me. Oh, well, then, yes. 
That's the same energy. To be fair, if they then said that the woman was trying to sabotage the local flower competition, I would be like, this is Agatha Raisin plot all over. <laughs> Maybe in Midsummer Murders. I'm sorry, but it sounds like an episode of Postman Pat. There's also that. You know, we can make it for kids too. Yeah, Kaylee, anything come, come to mind with this story? Just weird, wonderful? It also just reminds me how crap our flower displays are in my town. Like, my mum always mentions Weird time so. to take a stand against them, but okay. Anyway, well, I mean, I'm sure I've mentioned where I lived before, but I'm not going to say it right now because I just can't be asked. Every time we go down to Cornwall, like for a holiday or whatever, like say, for instance, like Penzance, right? You'll drive in and there's a lovely, like made of flowers. It all says, welcome to Penzance, right? All made up of flowers. Absolutely beautiful. You drive into my town and there's like buttloads of fucking rubbish and fly tipping all down the sides of the roads like the welcome to my town sign and it's just covered in bird shit like you know you just like make bloody effort like we do have flowers but like mum we went around town a few weeks ago like shopping or whatever mum was like our flowers are so fucking boring you know know there was just no effort put into them you know i've sometimes when we're on here we've gone oh this is a show in britain you know we're an english podcast you know, the UK's in the name. If yeah. you're an international viewer, this is like life in Britain and reflecting back on it. I don't think we've ever been more British than your response about the flowers in your town. Sorry. No, I really just, I just sat back going, this is the most English quaint town you know shit I've ever heard. No, this also on. makes me think of Hot Fuzz with the uh, Village of the Year competition. It does. It does feel like a Hot Fuzz and they would throw a tracker in the gnome or something to see where the gnomes were going oh or some God. sort of energy. Yeah, and then like they'd be like, Cresty jugglers. <laughs> yeah, like what that is. Honestly, I read this and I was this just like. This be like the second hot fuzz. I couldn't believe this was like real. So that's where mm. I was at with it. But uh, I also like the fact the I use just... of good technology, tracking devices. Because obviously you've also been watching it. I don't know if you finished it yet. But obviously a lot of people on Netflix have been watching For Me Once. Right? Oh, yeah, yeah. I haven't finished it, but my mum told me how it ended. So I'm not really bothered with it. Okay. But basically, in that show, they just pull tracking devices out their ass to put on cars. Yeah. And I'm they're like, like tracker on a car, tracker on a car. Yeah, they're, they're just like everyone has a tracking it's device. Just like having a penny in their pocket, they shuffle around in their pocket for change, but they pull out a tracker and just like exactly. Oh, and now I'm like, oh, maybe it's me that's out of touch because even the flower theft community is like tracker it, throw a tracker on. I saw a TikTok not too long ago, and um, trackers. Oh, is this about a car being? Is this about a car being tracked on the Apple yes. AirTags? Yes, yes, I've seen the so, same thing. I think I told you about this. But you, I think you did. Essentially, um, there's a crime going on. I think it actually happens in London and stuff. Like people go down all the streets with all the really sort of flash cars, and then they pop a tracker on the inside of like under the bonnet or whatever, or not even under the bonnet, but under wherever they can fit, right? So what they do is they wait for the person to drive their car home or wherever it stays overnight, and then they go and find it and steal it. Yeah, they also might keep it on there longer just to monitor its route to see what was easy. Yeah, but as well. also, like... Big um, brain play. So, so the person that found it, because they, they had some sort of, like, monitor or something that, like, found it straight away, um, they said that they kept theirs in a private garage overnight, so, like, they were fine, but still, it was, like, quite a scary idea. But then you would think that the tracker could also be tracked back to the phone. Yeah, you feel like you should be able to track the tracker. Yeah. <laughs> the tracker be tracked. And the tracker yeah. couldn't be tracked anymore. Yeah. But like anyway. I know. But anyway, should we go to an ad break now and then you can tell yes. us about TikTok? <laughs> <laughs> Boom, ad break. 
It's time to squash the beef and settle the debate. Football beef, that is. From debating whether David Beckham is overrated to deciding whether Roberto Firmino really is a formidable Premier League striker, we're grounding out that 100% beef that fans have been grilling each other over for way too long. Each episode features around one player, so all the issues can be chewed out and the solution spat out. Football beef has all the sizzle sizzle, so subscribe now. And we're back from the ad breaks. So we're not doing a car tracking TikTok because Kaylee summed that up with this reference to the last story. However, she does have a wicked TikTok in her pocket and I've never felt so old saying wicked. Kaylee, take it away. The season of Traitors comes to a close. If you don't know what Traitors is, if you're not from the UK. You're or, under a rock. Yeah, Sorry. or... That's not very kind. I mean, there are countries that don't have this TV show. I mean, it got cancelled in Australia, I think. Australia started with it. Yeah. Anyway, essentially, it's a TV show where there's so many people who are traitors and there's so many people who are faithfuls. So, essentially, the show, they do all these different tasks and stuff, but you have to sort of try and find out who the traitors are and then you vote them off within the group. So, like you could just have your mate Jim in there. I mean, it would be your friend, but you know, some random bloke called Jim. And then they were like, "I'm not a trader. I'm a faithful for this reason." And then and going, someone would be like, oh, "You acted shady. I saw you whispering in the corner." Exactly. I think you might be a traitor. And then they wrote them off. And then as they're being like, vo- like murdered, because that's their whole banished, thing. banished not- in the table. They're banished, oh, murdered they by murdered. no, murdered by the traitors overnight. Banished when they get voted out on the round table. Oh, okay, fine. Get the lingo, baby! Get the lingo! They then have to reveal whether they're a traitor or a faithful, and then there's been ones where they're like, I'm a faithful, and then people have, like, broken down crying. Anyway, not the point. (laughs) Um, So, (laughs) my topic this week is, so, on the British traitors, there is a host called Claudia Winkleman, and Claudia Winkleman is really well known for her fringe, which sound, or in America, bangs, I suppose, um, which... I know it sounds like a really strange concept, but it's like you just know her for that reason. She's iconic. And I hate I mean, that word because it's so overused, but it's yeah. iconic. And I suppose it's a bit like Cher with her voice, you know? A weird comparison, but yes. I mean, what else would you compare it to? I mean, it's kind of like, um, okay, because it's like it's a not feature. that easy, is it? No, it's really not, but I don't know how you got to Cher. I was going to say, um, <laughs> I was going to say Carol Vorderman and her ass. And I feel like that's not great for me. She won Real of the Year three times, I swear. I think she did. I think I remember her bragging about when she was like, I'm a celeb, but it's always stuck with me because I'm like, Real of the Year was a thing. What a nation we were. somebody that's known for something. like Oh, Kate, Katie Price and her boobs. Done. I guess. <laughs> Jordan and her boobs. Thank you. But you get what I'm saying. It's like, I don't know, like David Beckham or whatever. You know what David Beckham and his golden balls. I don't sure. know why I made this really dodgy. David Beckham and his foot, right foot. <laughs> nice. Um, I, David Be- no, David Beckham and his hair. Oh, it's right there. Sorry. I'm not thinking of this. Amy Winehouse and her eyeliner. Oh, yeah. We can go with that. Right, yeah. Okay, that's like a good example of this. Anyway, so um, Claudia Winkerman is a British TV presenter. Um, I don't know what else she's done. Has she done anything else? She's a TV presenter. I mean, some people will make it their craft and hone it, and she's one of them. I mean, she could have started out as something else, but I mean... Oh, she's... Uh, her, her mother was famous. What? I can tell you that. Yes. Oh, okay. Well, anyway, she's she's a TV presenter in our country. Anyway, Radio she's presenter, well- writer and journalist is her fi- 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 official billing. Well she's well known for her fringe slash bangs. Um, 
I mean, and she's got like long, well, shortish black hair. Um, and she's even done like um, dye commercials, so like um, or adverts or whatever you want to say, like where she's advertising hair dye um, to cover up the greys or whatever. Anyway, long story short, I found a TikTok where this is before she had her iconic look and she looks completely different. And it's it's like people in the comments are like, oh, you can still tell it's her. Like, well, you, you can still tell it's her, her because I like, think you, you still wouldn't know it was her unless you knew her. <laughs> I think you can recognize her face and stuff. It's not like one of those when you're like, damn, that's a different person. Oh, but, yeah. you're, but it's but still it's like just, jarring. Like, like, yeah. like, you wouldn't. And obviously, she's a lot younger in the clip. This is like probably like the late 90s, early 2000s. I shouldn't have got on her Wikipedia because I've just remembered that her half sister played Big Sue's in Peep Show. So she's technically related to royalty as well. Oh, Cause, wow. Because okay. Big Sue's married into the House of Windsor, didn't she? Because she married Lord Frederick Windsor, which yeah. would make Claudia Winkerman... That would make... the Lord Frederick Windsor would be her brother-in-law because she married he married her half-sister, who is obviously Big Sue's from the Peep Show, which I know you knew a reference to. Yes, thank you. But long story short, Claudia Winkerman looked so different in this clip that it was quite like, oh, my God. And I thought it kind of linked in with, like the trailers just being on tv and everything and i thought everybody would be quite sh- shooketh but i feel like in the companion piece you could post a picture and do the side by side maybe i also just point out that it just shows you how long she's been on our tv and in our lives that sounds a bit weird and dramatic but she's consistently been on tv i mean yeah she's years. done a lot of different shows i mean she's done like um her television uh, career started in 1992 nice. i was born I that year she- I know that she did Dancing on Ice. Did she do Strictly as well? Wait, did she do Dancing on Ice? Yeah, not not as a contestant, as a presenter. Did she? I'm fairly sure. I can't see it on her IMDb. I feel uh, I, I feel well, like you Strictly then. I feel like you meant it. She does Strictly, and she did Strictly Take Two before. I don't see Ice. She did the Great oh. British Sewing Sewing Bee. She was good on that. She was a contestant on the Taskmaster for New Year's once. She was good on that. Mm-hmm. Um, Anything else? <laughs> I mean, I mean. I mean, and there's like a long list here, Katie. Ninety-two. She's been busy. I mean, just just say like the most popular ones. I would say Strictly is the most famous. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, I would say also probably a lot of people know her as a co-presenter on Comic Relief because she's been doing that for years. Okay, yeah. The DNA shows, you know, when they like find yeah, that's long Davina. Long yeah, lost but I feel like she's done something similar to that though. She's she's done a lot. Like I said, there's like a long list. I mean, she did done Eurovision like one year. Nice. I mean, a few years there. Uh, sport really. Oh, she did film for years. I remember when she was just on film because that was always on late, and I would always catch it on music. You know when they do the fil- the BBC One show where they just sit and review films, and she nice. talked to the reviewers and that. Oh, it's quite just called film dot dot dot. It was. I feel it's still ongoing. Anyway, it's like, been on our screens long enough that her hairstyle has become so iconic that we are absolutely shook it. When it looks that she different. never had <laughs> it says a lot about us and our memories i think it says a well, lot but about i also our think memories. like she's had that hairstyle for such a long time like everyone's evolved around her like everyone's sort of had different styles over the years whereas hers has just sort of stayed the same consistently i it's think like once she, she had a look and she went yeah that's yeah, yeah that's what i was gonna say i think she did the classic thing that a lot of people do once you find your look you stick yeah. to it yeah, definitely. Like, I sometimes think, like, I want to drastically change my entire look. And then, like, I just think, like, then I'll look completely different. But then at the time, I'm like, do I already have my look? I don't know. It's one of those things. And then Kaylee sits staring in the mirror for hours. And then I cut my fringe off and I cry. 
And she's like, Claudia! Anyway, <laughs> anyway, we've been the Totally Buzz UK podcast. We have like, indeed. Like, rate us five stars, hit subscribe. Don't tell Claudia Winkerman that we kind of really love her in a little bit, you know, respect the fringe. Because <laughs> we might get restrained in order. Also, be sure to follow us on X at Totally Buzz UK. And do come back next week at 7am on a Monday to get your next dose of the weirdness. Good night. Good night. This podcast is brought to you by two chatterboxes and a lovable Geordie at totallybuzzed.co.uk.